Hi, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I have a special guest, a longtime friend, Michael Bofilio, who is a musician and artist, and I'm so glad to have you here today, Michael. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, so can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm just your normal human boy from New Jersey. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that was where you were from when we, because we met at SCAD. You were a sequential art major. That's right. Um, yeah, I can't say I've used that that major too much, but uh, but I still have plans. <laughs> working on your music and that was something even back at SCAD I remember that was something that you were really interested in and you were doing um, like stuff with your own audio and and now you have a band that you're a part of can you tell us a little bit about that sure sure the band is called K910 and it's sort of like a power pop band uh, a little punky um, Basically, I've been doing it off and on forever since, like, the early 2000s. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, I remember back in Savannah, yeah. I was, uh, I just had, like, an acoustic electric and would just kind of dabble with, I was kind of learning how to write songs back then in college. Um, oh. Kind of a late start, I think. Oh, but, uh, okay. but, yeah, I just love writing songs, so best way to do that was was to like get get a band together and who's in the band with you well it was uh it's my friend dale he he and i kind of started it way way back in 2001 or something um but then uh we had a couple different lineup changes but then uh john emmanuel he's the drummer um he's been with us for a while and then our newest member is Isaac Turner. He plays bass guitar. And uh, I say he's the newest member, but he's he's been with us for maybe a couple of years already. Oh, that's um, why. So yeah, it's been, this is our, uh, our most serious attempt of the band, our most focused attempt, even though we're all too old to really do much with it at this oh, point. Oh, no, I think it's never, I think it's one of those things, it's like, it's a learning experience. Like, I'm in my, dare I say, my mid-40s, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm older than you. Yes. And I go like, I feel like it's one of those things. I keep going back to my artwork and what that energy it gives me, and I constantly have to make that effort, and I'm sure it's like that with your music. It's something that you feel like you have to do, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I guess art, you know, mm -hmm. uh, self-expression, and sometimes you just have to get this stuff out somehow, and for me, I think music is the, the easiest, most direct way to express kind of uh, my immature melodramatic emotions <laughs> and feelings you know well i guess you have to have some drama to be like some kind of artist or those musicians <laughs> otherwise you'd have nothing to really complain i mean it's like there's no angst in it you know so can you kind of go into a little bit about like because your music you were talking about you dabbled in it at scad and i do remember that um like but what kind of got you into that what got you you know, thinking that that's kind of a direction that I want to go in, or were you always kind of interested in in that aspect, but just kind of hmm. to the back, you know, you put it to the side or something while you're going to SCAD? I mean, because 
of the class work and stuff. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I guess I've never really known what I was doing, and I still don't really. Oh, who does? <laughs> yeah, so back then I was in sequential art and thinking that I would do uh, have my have like a comic book that would be a regular thing. Um, which is very difficult to do and like make a living and um so what am I saying? <laughs> right now I'm doing graphic design for oh, my yeah. day job. Oh cool. Um so it's like the free time that I have. Do I wanna sit in front of a desk and mm. and draw or do I wanna just kinda like play with other people and yeah. Um, did I answer your question? I can't yeah, quite remember. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> did it kind of, like, you know, stem from, like, I, I find that people who are interested in whatever they're passionate about, like, um, my son also likes music. He plays the trombone. He says he doesn't like art because he's like, oh, you're so good at it. I'll never be that good. So he's kind of geared <laughs> into music. But he, it was a teacher he had in elementary school who kind of, was like hmm. really wonderful and she encouraged him to you know start out on a stinking recorder that was like two bucks you know and he was playing the recorder and so you know it's kind of that experience that he had um that made mm -hmm. him want to keep doing the music so um and playing the trombone and now i have to get on to him as a parent like why are you practicing your trombone that i've rented <laughs> and i paid for all this money so yeah, like, what what got you, was it, like, you know, you've always, did you play an instrument, like, when you were younger, or were you, you know, secretly writing musical songs, you know, like, that was something, or, I mean, like, was that something that you'd been thinking about, like, when you were younger? Um, so, yeah, I mean, okay, so I grew up in gymnastics and karate and, like, mm -hmm. all this physical stuff that, like, half my childhood was in gymnastics and then um i started getting into I, I took guitar lessons for a little bit um basically my brother and his friend mm. matthew kirsch who oh, yeah. i think you know about matthew yeah. he's yeah. a great artist and yeah everything. very but, talented but they um had this little band called spontaneity oh. which basically they made up music on the spot and um so, on one part of me, I was very influenced by, like, David Bowie. Mm -hmm. He was, like, one of my big idols. But then my brother and Matthew would do this little band, which, and they kind of created this whole new world, and it just kind of, like, showed to me that, you know, I might not be good enough to learn these real songs, but you can make up, you know, your whole little world. So they were a big influence, actually, to get me to start, like, writing songs and stuff. Um, awesome. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I grew up with a lot of music, a lot of Beatles and stuff. And, and like I said, David, once I found David mm -hmm. Bowie, I was hooked. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about um, the music that you're creating right now? You know, because I am not as familiar with the music scene. I'm still listening to ABBA. It's pretty sad. But anyway, that's what my <laughs> students say. It's like, you have terrible music taste in Florida. And I'm just like, that's not what I listen to. Uh, <laughs> so can you tell, tell 
uh, the audience a little bit about the style of music that you're writing and performing? Yeah, well, it's uh, kind of like power pop. I think there's like different names people call it, mm. but um, I so basically the guitarist Dale and I mm. were were very influenced by this band um, by upbeat music. Uh, especially this band, The Buzzcocks, is oh, what they're called, okay. uh, from, like, the 70s. And it was kind of like a... It was kind of like punk music, but with a melodic um, twist to it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, like, what where we based most of the beginning of the band off of, like, Buzzcocks kind of music. But, but gradually, it's just kind of become its own thing like i when i listen to it i can't hear that band anymore but oh. other people still are like oh yeah that sounds kind of like the buzzcocks okay. um but yeah so it's like kind of punky basic pop music catchy melodic um yeah but Good. subject matter wise uh it's been kind of tongue-in-cheek bitter uh, for a long time um, but I think as we grow up we're we're <laughs> expanding our subject matter a little bit which I'm very happy about but for a while it's just kind of like you know girlfriends talking uh, you know relationships <laughs> boo oh sure well, we're kind of we're kind of maturing just a little tiny bit very popular but yeah. no it's just for fun really oh. we have a few a few friends who come to a lot of our shows which is nice yeah. so where are you performing at like what kind of places are you you know in philadelphia well mostly little bars and but we have also been playing a lot of basement shows oh, um, cool. kind of diy scene which is actually really really cool we never did that before and it's the kids like a lot of the kids are younger and they're like very passionate about music and yeah. it's been inspiring just to be amongst uh, all of these kids that are very creative and oh, yeah. so so yeah but we just played in trenton new jersey oh. in like this little bar mm -hmm. on friday mm -hmm. so yeah that's basically little bars but we play a couple out little outdoor craft festivals from time oh, to time okay. things like that Well, it's tricky these days. Uh, I mean, I guess it always was, but it's, yeah. it seems like it's very tricky. Everybody has a band, it seems. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's like we're still trying to figure it out. But um, I have to give the credit to Dale, mm -hmm. again, the guitarist. He does a lot of the promotion and, like, Instagramming, uh, as, you know, often. And let's see, we, we did a... We did a couple of videos. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. Promote. Yeah, I saw one of them on Facebook. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, or it was linked to your Facebook, so I checked it right. out. Right. Yeah. 
But yeah, so you do a video to kind of promote things. Like we, we did a split seven inch record with um, this other band, The Secret Nudist Friends, on the other side. And um, we did the video to kind of promote the song to be like, ah, oh, people buy this record. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, what else? Uh, we also do this little thing called K News 10. Um, okay. This little fake news program. Oh, cool. Uh, that so far has been to promote the band Canine uh -huh. Town, <laughs> but okay. it's just little, little silly videos just to like kind of, uh, yeah, kind of promote the band. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Well, do but you mostly have, it's yeah. fun at this age. Yeah. I mean, do you like, um, as far as, uh, I was curious with the video editing, are you, are you mm. basically doing it yourself? Are you guys pretty much, you know, or are you guys have other people helping you out with that kind of stuff with the video production well for the small things yeah. the k news 10 little promo things yeah. um i've been doing it very uh amateurly on like imovie <laughs> so okay. but I isaac is the bass player he's also a professional photographer and oh, wow. he he edited he shot and edited the um our video, the good video, I say for mm -hmm. it's called "Everything Is Nothing" is the song, and and he did a great job, and he's he uh yeah he's much better than me, so I leave the professional work to him. Oh, that's cool. So you guys all have like a regular kind of you know your day job that you're doing. Like you mentioned, you're a graphic designer, and I I did that as well while trying to be a freelance illustrator. But like, and then you have somebody who's a photographer. Like, um, how do you guys balance, like, where do you guys find time to practice? I mean, like, are you guys, like, you know, pretty scheduled? I mean, do you guys, like, ha you know, how often are y'all meeting up? Uh, yeah, it's tough. We, uh, we usually, we try to practice once a week. Mm -hmm. So it's usually on, like, a Thursday night after work, um, for, like, a couple hours. Yeah. But, um, it is tough yeah. at this age. <laughs> I, I really, really want to be a good part-time so I can have more time for creative stuff, but haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, I hear you. I'm still... How do you keep staying to be motivated to do your music, to write your music? I mean, because with a full-time job, that gets to be hard to balance that. Like, do you set yourself, like, I'm going to write my music, or is it just kind of one of those random inspiration things? Um, well... It's definitely helpful to have goals. Like we, mm -hmm. we are always in the band, like trying to plan for the next thing. Like mm -hmm. we have a full length album that we're working on now. Oh, so I'm wow. working on the artwork for that okay. um, right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, admittedly, it is really tough to to stay inspired all the time. I mean, be at home from work and you're just exhausted and. That's why I want to go part time. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But I. I mean. I. That being said, I. I've gotten. I've been lucky to be, fairly regularly. I mean, I always have something stupid to say. I guess you could say. <laughs> but um, it's also good to have new experiences because that could that can be inspiring for uh, songwriting and stuff. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's up and down. It fluctuates. You know, you're not always in a songwriting mood. Oh, okay. So. 
Well, I mean, I've, um, talked to, uh, well, I mean, writing, I, I, you know, similar, but I've, like, there's a, a writer that, um, I was talking to, and they said they really, like, just go gangbusters when they have time. They just, like, force themselves, and they just, like, write, and I go, wow, that's amazing. Like, I find that's, that's, that's hard, like, sometimes yes. to, to get yourself to just do that. Yeah, because that's, that's, I think that's amazing, but, you know, sometimes you have that free time suddenly, and you're just, you just crash. You're just, like, it just seems impossible to... Yeah, but, <laughs> go on. Yeah, but you're doing it. You're making it work, right? I'm. I. You know what? Like, even today, the day off, uh -huh. I, I was exhausted. Like I was just laying around, like, just chilling. Mm -hmm. But I saw. I just kept convincing myself to keep going up into the studio, mm -hmm. even if you make a couple lines. You know, at least you're trying. You're trying you're continually trying and you know who knows at some points you might get into a flow and just keep going but it's very important to just keep keep trying regularly just sit in front of your desk and do something you know oh it's true i agree yeah. like now i force myself like if i know it's been a couple of days or whatever and i haven't drawn anything i'm just like i just got to get my sketchbook out and just start drawing and start watching, like, I don't know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, people who are better artists, and I just go like, oh, what can I learn from this, and how can I apply it in my own work and get better at it, so that's what, yeah. um, I do a lot of that, so. Have I you, definitely, yeah. to get inspiration, yeah. I definitely, at work, since yeah. I'm in front of a desk, yeah. I'll be like, I mean, I should. I should be Spotifying, I guess is what the kids do, but I've been like yeah. just YouTubing bands oh, and I'll yeah. just let it, let it run mm -hmm. in the background. Mm -hmm. And you know, that will definitely, like when I hear something I really like or a, some, a band I really like that I haven't heard in a while, that's definitely inspiring. And I'm just like, oh my God, I have to get home so I can work on yeah. something. Now do you so, network with other people who are band? I mean, it sounds like you've done some joint promotional things with other bands to you know, get albums and things like that. Are there other things that you do, like, as far as networking with other musicians? Yeah, I mean, again, Dale has been really good good about this. Uh, he does, a, he handles a lot of that stuff, oh, <laughs> which okay. is nice for me. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's really cool when you befriend of the other bands that you're playing with that you like because there's a lot of like swapping shows and stuff like you invite them to play and then they invite you to play like if they're like in new york or oh, cool. you know things like that plus um we're also a part of this little music collective that oh. um is trying to get off the ground it's called good right good how are you oh. <laughs> it's called good how are you records and oh um, that's awesome yeah, that's a secret nudist friends um, are from that band, so, okay. or from that collective. So okay. that's been helpful too, just having a little community. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great way to just kind of feel like you're you're not alone <laughs> in the thick of it. So, yeah, I do find yeah. networking with other, other artists. So that's cool that they are staying in music. So I was curious, uh, what's the most indispensable item in your music studio that you just can't live without? <laughs> I saw this question earlier. I, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to, am I allowed to say that. Uh, yeah. 
And I was gonna say, probably my record player, but oh, yeah. that I'm thinking more visual art. Yeah. So, uh, for music, well, gosh, I guess I wouldn't get far without a guitar. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say the guitar. Um, even though I usually write just by uh, mostly starting off with words and like mel humming a melody or. Maybe I should say sketchbook. Well, because you can write yeah. a song anywhere with a piece of paper. Oh, so. that's true. That's what, oh, maybe okay. the sketchbook is the better oh. answer. Oh, okay. So, um, what's something you wish you'd known, like if you could go back in time, in a time machine, and tell yourself, like, this path that you're choosing to go the music route, um, what would you tell yourself that would be helpful advice? I would say buy property in Savannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and also in Philadelphia. <laughs> um what would I have told myself? Yeah, like if you could give yourself some advice that you've learned yeah. in the past, you know, pursuing this um, music career that I you see. Yeah, that you could would have helped out if you'd known like all those years back that might have been yeah. helpful. Let's see, I would say Quit gymnastics, take piano lessons, oh. and um, sequential art is not worth going in debt for. <laughs> <laughs> are, these, are these bad answers? No, it's not. I think it's re realistic. I mean, it's just something that, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just a reality of things. It depends on your perspective about it. I mean, um, the one thing is, I did get to meet you while you were... <laughs> while we were at SCAD, so that was kind of nice to make some friends with some of the people that I've met. That was that Absolutely. Was nice. Yeah, so yeah no, good. the time the time in school was amazing and life-changing and mm -hmm. but uh, but yeah, it just, you know, it wasn't necessarily necessarily the best major, I, I don't uh -huh. think to, <laughs> I don't know. But basically um, I would tell myself, I would remind myself that, you know, you can get so much more done if you're focusing on, like, one thing, especially at a time. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like my whole life I've just been very scattered, mm -hmm. um, because I love everything, you know, mm -hmm. music, art, uh, I like making videos and sculpture, and so... I don't know, I feel like it's really hard to get anywhere if you're so scattered like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's it's also, everything's so beautiful, and I don't know. So, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, probably doubling down on what, you're, what you find that you're good at. Because, like, back in the day, yeah. I think if I could switch some things, I'd probably, being persistent, because any kind of creative field that you're in, it's like, like, it just... I don't know, everybody I've talked to, it just, it takes years. It's not something that usually generally happens overnight. I mean, there are some people who just right away, they get it, and they're, mm -hmm. they're good to go. But I think, um, at times, like, I gave up a little bit too soon on some things. And it might have been that next thing that would have brought me up. And, like, yeah, so I think it's perspective about, um, and that's something that only, that life experience has taught me. Versus, like, when I was younger, I just took things too 
I think a little too literal about whether that's a yes or no. So I was just like, oh, well, they said no. So I just said, guess move on. So yeah, so being persistent. So the last question is one of those deep questions. So at the end of your life, you've made all the music and written all the songs that you've wanted and you've lived a full life. If there's three final truths that you could write down and leave behind, what would they be? Right. So, um, not necessarily art related, just kind of like philosophically. Yeah. Philosophically, like the deep stuff. I say the deep question at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, I think life is about, I mean, it's, you know, just your interpretation of what, you know, these final truths that you would leave behind. Okay. Yeah, just for you, like, you know, basically, like, what would you leave behind as your as your note? Well, I would say love cats, because cats are awesome. Depends on which healthy. ones. <laughs> depends on the cat. <laughs> I, have to, I have to disagree with you, Michael. It depends on the cat. I've met some cats I absolutely adore, and then I've met some that I was like, oh... Yeah. yeah, like they're Satan, but you know, everybody's. But I, I have two, two cats. And, oh, you and, do? Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. I, I'm sure they're lovely cats. They're so lovely. I don't know what I would, where I would be without them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like try to be a good person and and learn stuff and have fun, too. There, is that three? Yeah, I think that. Have the cats, get some cats, and then, you know, learn stuff and have fun. Which, hey, that... Have that's, fun. That's a good yeah. way to end it because it's so important. Yes. Well, yeah, I feel like um, I know I'm too old, really, to do much with it, but um, I'm only going to get older, so I may as well try to do what I really want to do. Yeah, I totally agree with that, you know, and... Yeah what it is that you're looking for you know creatively to fulfill that because I think that's just something if you are a creative person you're going to do that when you're 80 90 I mean like you're just going to keep pumping out the music you're going to be writing songs I mean like I think that's just like I'll still be drawing you know as long as the eyes don't go it's like I'll, I'll still be working on making stuff and learning stuff right on the beauty of the artist. Yes, it's constantly growing and learning. So, but thank you, Michael, so much for being on my podcast. And it's been such a long time. And if you are ever in the Savannah area, please let me know. And Absolutely. I will, yeah, I'll take you out for pie. You have a really good pie um, place. I tend to take people there, or sometimes we go to the Crab Shack. And I'm sure you've been to the Crab Shack, but the pie place is newer. It's called the Pie Society. Mm-hmm. All kinds of sweet and savory pies are really good. Like nice. Old, like British, like they even do the British meat pies and stuff like that, which I don't know if you're a meat eater or not, but it's, it's pretty <laughs> good. Pretty good stuff. Not necessarily, but I, if they have pumpkin pie, I'll be there. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they have that too, and they have fruit pies. But anyway. Um, thank you again, and I'll let you enjoy the rest of your weekend and, uh, and continue on with the great music and everything. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. It's been fun. Okay. And, um, and it's been great catching up with you. Yes, true. Um, 
thank you guys for listening to My Creative Life, and this is Season 2, Episode 12.